Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. One of the things that he wanted me to talk about was intimacy. He wanted me to pray, to assist, to partner with you all in understanding the intimacy and the desire that God requires for us to partner in prayer. So your identity is totally wrapped up in the intimacy with Christ. And so if you have not yet formulated or or began to build this relationship with God, you will see that you'll feel disconnected in prayer. You'll find yourself feeling stagnant in your prayer life and you can't seem to get past it. And so a lot of us do not know who we are in Christ. And so understanding and seeking God, the source, right, for your identity is important and then you can begin to form the intimate relationship that is needed in prayer. So this is a topic. This is a place in which a lot of people perceive themselves to have concerns, issues, and or struggles in, in prayer, right? In prayer, because they, it's the intimacy that they lack and it's the identity that they have yet to understand and to identify. So identity and being transformed into the image of Christ Jesus. And we get this through building relationship, right? So if I'm talking to you, you're talking and you got you a new boo in your life, you're going to talk to him, right? Or her. If it's a man that's listening, you're going to have conversation with them. You're going to call, you're going to text, you're going to FaceTime and all of these things. But your FaceTime is your prayer time. So when your face is to the floor, that's the FaceTime time that you have with the father. And so when you lay low and you lay at the feet of the father, this is how you commune. This is how you converse. This is how you build a relationship, a conversation with Christ Jesus. And it's by laying low. It's by laying low, right? And get into the flow, <laughs> lay low and get to the flow. That's how we build a relationship. This is how we commune and build a conversation with God. And in as you build this intimate space with God, you will see that your hearing will become clear. You'll be able to hear better, right? So the Lord says that we will not follow the voice of a stranger for we know the voice of God. And so you'll begin to see and seek and release and receive clarity in your prayer time. And even when you're not praying, you'll receive clarity as you continue to pray and have this face time with God. Hi guys, how are you? Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is the place where we save souls and set the captives free from spiritual bondage and deliverance and spiritual warfare. My name is Tina, Apostle Tina, and our mission is to help you break free from spiritual bondage and from the flaws of your past. So, we help you win the warfare in your life by equipping you to sever spiritual strongholds 
and to break generational curses and find freedom from your now to your next. So I'm so excited, all of you, as you're coming in, as you're tuning in live, and those that will be listening on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to your digital media um, streaming platform of choice. I'm excited to be here with you guys today. We started a new season of Flawed and Free, so I'm so excited. We're into season three now, and it is an honor and a pleasure to continue to serve this amazing audience. Um, join our community of freedom fighters through transparency to transformation in Christ Jesus right here at Flawed and Free. So make sure if this is your first time um, that you like, you subscribe, and that you share this broadcast right now. And even as we continue um, through the evening tonight, if you have not already downloaded, click the notification bell, put this in your favorites, whatever you need to do, because I don't want you guys to miss this special time that we have here. So every Wednesday, we upload new weekly podcasts with Flawed and Free. But on Tuesdays, we have Tuesday night prayer with Tina. And Thursdays, we have the tea and testimony with me. So it's always a good time here. It's always a good time. Tonight, we actually do not have a guest tonight. So it is me, moi, coming on tonight with you guys. I want to continue some of the conversation that we started having on Tuesday, um, Tuesday night prayers as I was seeking the Lord in preparation for what he wanted me to speak on tonight. There was something actually we were going to discuss. We were going to talk about angelic assistance and deliverance and some other areas of angelology. Um, that I was feeling like the Lord wanted me to share, but there's some foundational principles that a lot of people are missing when it comes to growing their prayer life, when it comes to um, going from salvation and the process to sanctification. There's so much that we have to either unlearn or learn. And so I'm finding that there's a lot of things that we need to build so that we can build on a strong foundation, right? Right? One that is solid, built on the solid rock and not on sand. And so I want to make sure, as I know, some of you are in varying levels of spiritual understanding, um, competency or, um, or maturity. And so I want to make sure that I'm kind of partnering with the Holy Spirit and helping you with those things that you need on your journey in maturing with Christ. So let's go ahead and say hello to y'all that are coming on. I don't want to forget Shout outs to my people. Essence, I see you to all of the flawed and free team and ministry that is on. Thank you for your continued support and um, showing up like y'all do. I love you. Felicia, good evening, woman of God. Good evening. I see MJ Nails and Beauty. I don't know your name, but if you want to add your name to this broadcast, then I'd love to call you by your name. Hello, Manaya Bates. Hi, Jasmine Floyd. Hi, Jasmine, coming out of North Carolina. Whoop, 
woo, woo. If you don't know, then I'll just go ahead and tell you we're tuning in from Dallas, Texas, from the DFW Metroplex right here. So if you're local or close to me, then maybe I'll see you somewhere in these streets. But if not, I welcome all of you wherever you're tuning in from as we service many, not only just in the U.S., but all over the country. So I want to shout out all of you that are listening from Australia, from the U.K., from um, Jamaica, the islands. I've seen so many countries and you guys are, are expanding by the day. So we're growing rather rapidly. Glory be to God. So I'm excited. Jonathan said, we them boys. Yes. I see you a Dallas Cowboy fan. Yes. Oh, you're going to be here soon. Wow. Are you moving here or you just kind of coming, passing through? Yeah. I love Texas. I love, I love Texas. I, I really do. It's a place that I always wanted to live. And when I got the opportunity, she said, it's the nations for me. <laughs> glory be to God. Wherever he sends me, I'll go, right? Um, so yeah, glory be to God. Hello, Cedric. How are you? K praise. Hello, hello, hello. Chiming in, tuning in from Houston. Yes. Come on, my fellow Texan. I like Houston, Kay. I like Houston, but Houston was, was not liking me. <laughs> there was a little bit too much fun to be had in Houston. So yeah, I had to come out. I had to come out of Houston. I, I had to stay in Dallas where it's safe, sis. I had to stay right here where it is safe. But right now, I want you to take a moment. Take a minute and tag someone. Tag a friend. Yes, yeah, she said she loves it here. Yes, girl. Yes, I like Houston. The food. Ugh. I'm a foodie girl, so I go no matter where I go. But I got some spots there in Houston. That turkey hut ain't no joke. I love the turkey hut. So, yeah, if you go to Houston, if you've been there, you ain't been there, you got to pull up. You got to pull up. They got the breakfast club. Y'all got some good old breakfast. Now, them lines be around the corner, okay? You got to wait two hours just to get a biscuit. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty okay if I say so myself. But uh, while I'm giving free advertisement to, to these places, feel free to sponsor Flawed and Free. Right here, go to deflawedandfree.com if you would like us to sponsor you here on our show. Glory be to God. Yeah, Houston is a lot of fun. So tonight, I, I want to chat with you guys a little bit more um, as the Lord led us into prayer Tuesday and identity. So there was a couple of things that he talked to me about. One was identity. Two was uh, intimacy, intimacy with Christ. And three was the image of Christ Jesus and becoming whole in Christ, coming into the fullness of Christ Jesus and coming into the image of Christ. And so the Lord um, was petitioning. We were petitioning in the presence of God when we had a time on Tuesday. So if you weren't with us on Tuesday for Tuesday night prayers with Tina, you need to go ahead and lock it in right now. Like and, and, and click the notification bell or make sure you tune into our YouTube 
for Tuesday night prayers with Tina. We're here at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays, Central Standard Time. But the God moved, okay? God moved mightily. Mightily did he move. And we had a time last Tuesday, okay? So if you missed it, don't worry. Because the replay is available on YouTube. You can go check the replay out if you missed it. But anyway, today we're going to continue. We're going to have a little bit of a continuum today with some of the prayers that we initiated, petitioned, and partnered with the Holy Spirit on Tuesday. And do a little bit of teaching, little share a little testimony, and whatever the Holy Spirit leads us to do tonight. Continue to tag, continue to share this broadcast right now wherever you're tuning in from or wherever you're listening from. Go ahead and do that now. This is your opportunity to do so. And I want to talk with you guys, for those that are tuning in live, I do want to talk with you and engage a bit with you tonight. So please feel free to put your comments in the chat and ask questions. If I can get to your questions, I will most definitely do that tonight. I have a couple questions for you, though. So I got some questions for y'all that are listening. I think I've given y'all an opportunity to log in and save and, and, and tag a few people to tonight's broadcast. But we're going to focus more tonight on intimacy, building that intimacy and relationship with Christ and the image of Christ Jesus. So I'll continue that in the days ahead. But tonight, let's focus on intimacy. The first question I want to ask is, do you want the heart of God? Or do you want the hand of God? Do you want the heart of God or do you want the hand of God? As I was talking to the Holy Spirit, I've, I've, I've touched on this topic before. If you follow this ministry, um, you may have heard me mention this or reference this at some point um, in your time with us here, either on TN Testimony or just in the ministry in general. But asking this question is very, very, very important, especially in the area of deliverance, because what I find, what I find a lot with people when they become new believers, whether you're a novice new believer or you are a carnal believer, because there's different types of believers. You have your new novice, um, brand new, uh, newly convert, your new convert. And then you have those carnal believers. And then you have those that have gone to where they're no longer on milk and they're eating meat and they're mature spirit filled believers. And so just because someone's spirit filled and they can pray in tongues does not make them mature in the spirit. And so we mature through the denying of our flesh. We mature through prayer, through fasting, and we mature as we seek the source, the face of the Father. And as we continue to get to know him, he gets to know us, we get to know him, and then we allow him to transform, to renew our minds. And then we're able to come into the image and the likeness of Christ. Now, it's a process, okay? This does not happen overnight. But what we see, what I see, what I've seen is that a lot of people begin this journey thinking that there's a magic pill, that there's this genie in a bottle 10-step um, process to receiving from God, whether it's prayer, whether it's um, something you're looking to get from God, not understanding that the relationship is in a relationship of exchange. And so it's a give and it's a take and it's not one sided. 
And so though God is sovereign and loving and he loves us so much and he wants us to give us the world for he's already given us dominion, power, authority, and so much. He's given us a great royal inheritance in the kingdom of God. He's giving us position. He's given us so much that allows us to take dominion, to rule and reign in the earth, yet we still look at God like he's just a gift giver and not just um, just a, a, a giver of life, right? So we look to him for things and we look to him for what he can give and not what we can give. And so the exchange that must happen is you must really discern and ask God to filter through to discern the purity and the posture of your heart. Because if you're seeking deliverance, if you're praying just to get a house, a home, a man, a man, whatever it is, and your heart is not pure for him, and it's just for his hand and not his heart, you are going to find challenges as you are looking to grow in Christ, because you're going to see or maybe um, not meet expectations or put expectations upon God that you have not even been willing to meet the very basic minimal standard. And so I find a lot of times as people come to this ministry for deliverance, they 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 have faith or maybe they don't have faith, but faith without works is dead. And so you must couple and accompany your faith with the works of Christ Jesus. You must contend for the kingdom of God. You must continue your work and be committed and stay consistent. Okay, this is how we get discipled in consistency in God through prayer and praise and meditation and all of these things because what you don't want to do is to constantly be in a gimme, 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 gimme state and not be giving back to God. And so you'll find God gives more when your heart is postured and positioned in a place to give. So the more you give, the more you get. That's kind of how this thing here works, right? So the Though we're entitled, though God has given us the authority, the ability, and the opportunity to receive the riches of the land and all of the inheritance of the royal priesthood as we are joint heirs in the kingdom of God. And so God wants us to have, he would not withhold any good thing from any one of us, but the process from salvation to saying yes to God and then to sanctification, which requires a process of purity and holiness. And so in order to receive from God, understand that he is not a genie in a bottle. This is not a magic pill. Deliverance is not a magic pill. That there is a process that comes with posturing yourself to seek the heart of God and not just his hand. So ask yourself, I've even had to ask myself this question. So if you're feeling a little bit convicted, no worries. No worries. No worries. Conviction is good. Condemnation is not. Conviction is from the Holy Spirit. It's from God. Condemnation comes from Satan. So don't condemn yourself. If you feel yourself where you've been in a place where you have not given and you've always just sought God for to get from him, you can fix it. Okay. You can fix it. You can repent and you can renounce of the things in which you put before God or even the things that you ask God for that maybe he asked some things of you.
you that you have yet to do. It's okay. God loves us. He sees us and he understands. So I wanted to ask this question of you tonight as we prayed on Tuesday and we were praying about our identity in him. Who are we? Who am I? Who were you created to be in Christ? For you were created, thought of, and formed in the spirit before you were even manifested and or made by your mother and father. So this was a conversation that was had by the Godhead and the dominion and the blessings of God were released and given to you before you knew your name, before even your parents knew your name. And so it's important to ask yourself when you're preparing in prayer or even if you're in a place in your life where you're seeking deliverance or going through the process of deliverance, that God, check my heart, search and examine my heart. Am I here for you or am I here for what you can give me? And if you find some areas where you might not be on the right side, then just take it back to God and he will meet you wherever you are and help you to your next space. Now, the next question I have of the audience, and I want you guys to to chat back with me if this resonates with you if this is something that you maybe even feel like you can work on in an area of your life is why did you choose him why did you choose Christ why did you choose him did you choose the Lord Jesus Christ to escape hell or did you choose God because you wanted him listen I've had this conversation recently with some people and I was thinking about even growing up as a Baptist, right, <laughs> a religious, you know, girl in, in, in the Baptist church, right? And so we were church goers. We weren't believers and we weren't followers, okay? Maybe we were believers. Maybe I at least maybe give me and my family the title of being a believer. But I don't think we were following Christ. We were church goers. We were checking the box. We were showing up. Um, and I missed a lot. So even as I've grown to come to know Christ in my own personal relationship with him, and I've built this intimacy with him, I had to ask myself this very same question. So as I'm asking you, all of you freedom fighters and all of the warriors all over the world, ask yourself, why did you choose him? Did you choose God because you were scared? Listen, we, you know, we, we don't do the best job of this as leaders, as, as, as pastoral fivefold, whatever you want to call us, friends, family, foe, whatever, whoever introduced you to Christ, right? And you may have had several introductions to God. You may have had several over the years before you finally gave him your yes. But ask yourself now, why do you choose him? Why do you continue to choose him? I'm telling you the truth that when I first accepted Christ as a kid, as a, as a young child, I didn't have the full understanding because they would really preach hell, right? Not that it's not, um, we shouldn't be talking because of course I'm, listen, I fight demons all day. So hell, I talk about hell, talk about demons, I talk about angels, all of that. But I can recall some times growing up in church where the focus was not necessarily Christ. Um, yes, he was mentioned. Yes, it was like, come to God. Here's the altar call. Don't you want your life to change? Don't you want to be saved? Don't you want to be free? Don't you want things to get better for you, right? But I can recall choosing in a place of fear. 
And I see this a lot in our community, in our community, as we continue in our walk and our journeys with Christ, even as followers, we're continuing to move in a place of fear because, and this is where religion and the spirit of the Antichrist has had an opportunity to really pull us into religious and ritualistic behaviors that does not help us with our relationship. And so tonight, as I was speaking to the Holy Spirit about what he wanted to talk to you guys tonight about and building intimacy with him, this is a piece that's been missing because people through religious acts and rituals or through whatever denomination they've identified with, they have fallen victim, unfortunately, to checking the box, to showing up and to the works of God and not fully understanding who he is and who you are in Christ, which is your identity that we've been talking about, but how to form relationship with Christ over religion. And so in forming relationship, we've missed some key foundational principles, not only in the way that we pray, but even in how we see God and how we petition his help and how we ask for the help of the Holy Ghost, or some of us don't even know or have a relationship with the Holy Spirit because we know God, we know Jesus, but we don't know the divinity and the humanity of the Holy Spirit. And so we are missing a very key prop point and a very key person for the Holy Spirit is personified as a person living within each and every one of us that we don't even enlist in conversation, in prayer, in, in, in relationship, in any way, shape, fashion, or form. And so we have chosen God out of fear to escape damnation, right? Eternal damnation. We've chosen God because we're afraid of going to hell, but not because we want to live to please him, not because we want to walk a pure and holy life before him, but we have been walking thinking that if I do this, then I will please God in my work and not in my will. So I want you to think about why you chose him, why you came to him, and why you continue to carry and to walk out this journey as a follower of Christ, as a disciple and a follower of Christ. Why did you choose him? And so even as you are preparing or even getting opportunity to evangelize to people, to share the good news and the gospel of Jesus, be careful about how you present him to others, right? Be careful, be conscious, not cautious, not scared, not in fear, but be conscious and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, to speak through you, to petition who God is. But it's hard to share who he is when you are still trying to figure out who you are in him and who your what your identity is in him, what you're called and commissioned to do. And so this is why your relationship and building intimacy with God is important because your testimony and all that you need and all that you will do in the earth will be connected, aligned, and associated with who God has created you to be. So you got to know at the very least your identity 
identity, his identity, who he is, who you are in him. And once you discover this, then you commune in prayer and praise and fasting, meditating on the word of God, standing on the word of God, sharing the good news and the gospel of Jesus and the goodness of God so that people can see who he is, not just through your own personal testimony, not through just what you say, but what you do. Okay. So I was like, Lord, listen, let's stop scaring people into salvation. Okay. Let's decide tonight that we will not move as a believer and a follower of Christ in the spirit of fear in any way, shape, fashion, or form, that even as we partner in prayer, even as we do the work and the will of the Father, even as he sends us out into all of the earth to petition, to pray over his people, may we not stand rooted in a place of fear. May we exude the power of God, the glory glory of God so that they can see him in us as we are called to be the light and the salt of the earth. We are called to preserve. We are called to bring light into areas of darkness. And so this is important that we are not moving in a place of fear or even sharing our fear that was imparted into us, whether through religion, whether as a child, even as an adult, that Oh, choose God to escape hell. Choose God because you don't want to spend the rest of your years and eternity in the lake of fire, but choose him over hell. Choose him because you truly want to be a follower of Christ. You love God. You really want to build this relationship with him because of who he is, not what he has, not what he can give, because God is not a genie in a bottle. Deliverance is not a magic pill solution to receiving the riches of God. God said, I've already blessed you. I've blessed you before you knew your name. I gave you dominion. I gave you authority in the earth. And so you don't have to work for my love. You don't have to work to be accepted by me. You don't have to work to be validated by me. All you got to do is say, hey, God, I want you. I love you. I'm here for you. And I want to build this relationship. I want to draw closer to you. So Romans 829, let's look at, actually, let's talk, since we're still talking about intimacy, let's go to James chapter four, seven through eight. James chapter four, seven through eight. I want you guys to turn, turn your Bibles, turn your Bibles. <laughs> Ain't that what they say in church? Turn your Bible, stand for the reading of the word. You ain't got to do all that. But we're going to get into this word tonight. James 4, chapter 4, verse 7 and 8 says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Verse 8 says, draw nigh, I'm reading out of KJV, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So 
I want you to understand what this scripture is saying. First things first is we must submit and surrender our hearts to God, right? Seven and eight says that we can escape the temptation, the wolves and the wiles of the devil, okay? You have the power and the authority to rebuke, to resist, to push back by force. That in which the enemy is attempting against your life, you can say no, okay? This isn't just a campaign in school where they had to say no campaign for drugs. Say no to Satan. Say no, you can resist him. You have the power and the authority to do so, but you must submit yourself to God. You must, you must submit and surrender your life to God as you seek him for who he is, not just what he has. So God makes it very simple in James 4, 7, and 8. He says, draw nigh unto me, draw near to me. That means draw near to me, come to me, come to me come to me, right? So we are fortunate that the Lord, our God sent his son to save us and to tear the veil that we no longer have to go through a priest, right? We don't have to go through a priest to get to God. We at any given time, because of the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension of Christ Jesus by the blood of the lamb has redeemed and remissed all of our sins, all of our iniquities, all of our transgressions and trespasses, anything that you and or your family or forefathers has ever done is covered and by the blood of Jesus Christ. So we now at any time, two in the morning, two in the afternoon, 12 at night, whichever time it is, you can go before the throne of grace. You can go before God and draw near to him and say, you can talk to him. You can tell him about your day. You can tell him about your concerns. You can talk to God about your fears. You can ask God to help you. You can ask God to deliver you, to heal you, to free you. And God is not only wanting to, but he's willing. He is willing because he wants you to come to him. He wants you to draw near to him. He he wants you to pray. He wants time with you. He wants that FaceTime. Remember, we prayed into Tuesday night prayers and the fire of God came down as we were discussing and explaining about building an intimate relationship, building a relationship with God, building this strong connection with God so that he knows you and you know him. And he says clearly, listen, I purify your heart, purify your heart because he looks at the heart. It's not in the work. It's not in you checking the box. It's not in you showing up. It's not in you professing to know Christ and to be a saved and sanctified, blood-bought, born-again believer. It is more than just what you say. It's more than just hearing the word, but it's actually in you doing the word, okay? So doing action work by faith 
It's all a part of the process to purification and sanctification before God. So this is not an impossible feat. This is not impossible to do, to live a life that is not only pleasing to God, but live a life in the likeness and the image of Christ. It is a process, but it starts with your identity and then it moves into a place in which you desire to build intimacy and from the place of intimacy, then you can be transformed into the likeness and the image of Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We say thank you, God, as we draw close to you, as we come closer to him, as we petition his throne in prayer, as we turn down our plates fast and seek the face of the father that we can do this at any given time at any given place and space and God will be ready waiting and willing to listen to us so we don't want to choose God to just escape hell and the eternal damnation in the lake of fire that is for those that do not receive God we want to receive God for the heart in which of who he is, not what he can give us, not what he can do for us, but we want the heart of God, not just his hand. Glory be to God. So the next question I want to ask you is now answer me back. I, I want to see here in the chat. I want to see, do you know him, but does he know you? You might know him. Many know God. Many know Jesus. Some still to this very moment, many deny Jesus and, and, and profess to know God, but deny Jesus and they won't enter into the kingdom of heaven this way. But do you know him and does he know you? So let me give you an example. Okay, let me give you an example. So in these social media streets, there's a lot of us that connect because the algorithm might say, hey, I'm going to request someone you might know, or I see you have 12 mutual friends or 20 mutual friends. So maybe you know this person and someone may request you online to be your friend and they may follow you, right? They may actually follow you online. Some of you are Facebook followers with Jesus. I'm just here to tell you, don't be mad at the messenger. I'm the messenger, but some of y'all are Facebook followers. And if God saw you in the grocery store, he would not recognize you. He would not know you. We do not want to have a Facebook relationship with Christ. This <laughs> has got to be the worst thing that can ever happen. Remember, even the word of God says that many will not enter the kingdom of heaven and they'll say, God, I cast out demons in your name. I prophesied in your name. And he's going to say to them, get away from me, you Facebook follower. <laughs> that ain't what he said, but he's going to say to them, yo, I don't know you, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. I never knew you. And that right there is going to be heartbreaking 
and crushing for the body of Christ. I'm telling you now, not only do you need to get to know him, you need to make sure that he knows you. Okay, that he knows you because baby, when sis be in her prayer closet and God tells me how how much of a faithful servant I am to him, how honored he is by me, how much he loves me. And many times he says, I know you, I know you. And whenever he says that I break down in tears because I have read the scripture. I understand what this means when God is speaking to me, as I know he's speaking to you. And he says, I know you daughter. I love you daughter. I'm like, woo, thank God that he know me and that I'm not just clicking like and following him and he has no clue who I am. Y'all know how it is sometimes when you're in the mall or you're gone somewhere and someone recognizes you and you have no clue who they are and they're like, hey, you know, and they're speaking to you and you're like, uh, what's your name? And they're like, I follow you on Facebook, right? I follow you. There's going to be many that are going to enter into the courts of heaven. They're going to enter and pass this, this life, this mortal life, and they will be judged for what they've done and for who they are in him. And so I want to encourage you today that even if you know God or you know Jesus, make sure he knows you. Make sure that you don't have a Facebook follower relationship with Christ. Make sure that you are building this time of intimacy to build a relationship with him so he know you. He know you by first name. He know your voice. Listen, if you aren't praying, then how will he know your voice? If you aren't talking to God, how is he going to know? Listen, you ain't even got to say who you are when you pull up on the kingdom of God, right? When you pull up to the Lord and prayer, because he going to say, my daughter, I know her voice and you will know his voice when he's speaking to you. So I talk to people constantly about hearing the voice of God and those that struggle with hearing the voice of God. And this is sometimes part of the hindrance in this um, hearing from God is your relationship. It's the condition of your spirit. It's your condition of your spirit in which you are able to send and receive signals in the spirit. It's a condition of your spirit in which you are unable to hear the voice of God. Because if you're talking to God and he's talking to you, you cannot help but know his voice. No one can come and imitate him or counterfeit him. My best friend, can, no one could call in my place and pretend to be me because I have a relationship with her. I talk to her. She knows my voice. So even if my daughter called and said, my, hey, girl, um, this is Tina. My best friend going to be like, this is not Tina. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. this. Who is this? This is not Tina. This is how it is when we're praying because praying is just talking to God. Okay. Prayer is, is not just talking, but. You know, simply put, it's just talking and communing, conversing with God. It's more than just talking, but I don't want to minimize prayer. But 
talking, conversing, communing with God. That's what that is. So when you talk to God, you're going to know his voice. And when he talk, when you, when he talks to you, you're going to know his. And so if you struggle in this area, if you struggle with hearing the voice of God, I would strongly urge and recommend that you work on your spirit man, strengthening your spirit man through prayer and through fasting. Because as you do this, the more you do this, the more and the closer you get, the more you draw nigh unto God, the closer you get with him. And then you can be transformed into the image of Christ Jesus. So let's get into Romans 8, 29, verse 29 through 30. I want to read and let's read it in the KJ. Actually, I'll read it because it's it's a bit it's not complicated, but we'll read it in KJV first and then we'll read it in the Amplified because I want you to really understand um, um, what it's saying, what it's actually saying. <coughs> Excuse me. Glory be to God. So Romans 8 verse 29 through 30. So we talked a lot about intimacy and I want to touch on, we won't um, go into the fullness of it tonight, but um, being formed into the likeness, into the image of Christ. And so that's our goal. That's our goal as believers and followers of Christ to become more like him, to become more like Christ. So Romans 8, 29, oh Lord. Romans 8, 29 through 30. I stopped and went somewhere else. Okay. 829. So verse 29 in KJV says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30 says, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. So understand that as you begin to seek the source, the face of the Father, and build this intimacy with him, this relationship with God, then the glorification of God is what is imparted into your life. So as you go from faith to faith, from glory to glory, as you seek the face of the father, then all that he is and all that he has done through the blood that was shed on the cross for you, you become righteous and justified by God through his sacrifice. And so the glorification of God is what we should all desire to be more like him. That's what you need to be like and within the image of Christ, right? So there's a glorification, a sanctification, there's a purity process that comes with communing, conversing, and getting to know him in an intimate way. So let's read in the Amplified version for those that might be like, I don't know what that just said. Um, and so let me read it in Amplified for you to kind of help you out a little bit. So Romans 8, 29 through 30 says, for those whom he foreknew, okay? Because remember, God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. He knew you, he created you, your parents made you. So for those whom he foreknew, and then it says in brackets, and loved 
and chose beforehand. So you, this is sonship. That's right, Amber. You were chosen by God. God knew you before you were even created by your parents in your mother's womb. And he loved you and he chose you before the foundation of the world was ever even set. So in 29, it states, if you have the amplified or you have a, um, that version on your phone, make sure you read it with me. It says he also predestined predestined. So there is destiny in and over your life that was already sanctioned and given to you. So it says he also predestined to be conformed. Okay. This is a changing, a metamorphosis, a transformation. So you have a predestined call and you are chosen by God as a son of God, by the spirit of God. So sonship, as Amber mentioned, is the son of God. You, me, there is no um, gender specificity to being a son of God. You can be male and or female to be a son of God, but it is by the spirit of the Lord. And so we were created in spirit first and we are spirit beings in a body. So as this states here in Romans 8, 29 through 30, it says that to be conformed to the image of his son, to the image of his son. And then in brackets, it says, and ultimately share in his complete sanctification. Yes, salvation is one thing. Receiving God, receiving the spirit of God by the power of the Holy Spirit is what you get when you say, yes, I believe. And then the process to sanctification comes in the completeness and the righteousness and the justification of Christ Jesus, the son of God, the son of man. So in order to come into the fullness of God, into the image and the likeness of Christ Jesus, of his son, it comes with through and to the process of purity and sanctification. But glory be to God that we are complete and made whole by the son of God. So it says, so we're still in verse 29 in the amplified version. It says, so that he would be the firstborn, the most beloved and honored among many believers. Now we're into verse 30 in the amplified version. It says, and those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified, which is declared free. He declared free of the guilt of sin. So the remission of sins, you, I, me, us, we have been justified and sanctified through the remission of our sins by the son of God. So verse 30 says, I'm excited. I don't know if y'all are excited, but reading this, I when I read it in the Amplified Version, I was like, yes. 
God, what an honor it is to be a son of God, to be a son of God. It says that he declared, this is a declaration of freedom, okay? Y'all at flawed and free, I need you to understand that you are free and free indeed. God has declared it as so through the shedding of his blood of his son on the cross and not only the death, the burial, the resurrection and the ascension because he is now sitting at the right hand of God as we are seated in heavenly places with him. We are declared free of the guilt of sin. So we can now spend eternity in the heavenly realm with him and it stills and it states, and we're almost done with the amplified version. It says, and those whom he justified, he also glorified, raising them to a heavenly dignity. Yo, 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 yo. I hope you understand that the glorification and the process, the glorification and justification is by and through God, but he has raised us up to a heavenly divine presence and space. Do you understand that? As a son of God, as a son of the most high, glory be to God that he has shared his divinity. He has shared his glorification and raising us up to be, to move, to live, to rule, to reign, to subdue the earth in our heavenly form and dignity as we have been created predestined before we were even formed in our mother's womb, before we were even made by our parents, we were created, called, chosen by God. Listen, I, we could drop the mic on that one. I ain't finna drop my mic right here, but we can literally drop the mic on that one right there because we are justified, sanctified, and glorified by God. God loves us so much. And this is why it's important to know who he is and who you are in him so that you can carry out the commission and the call on your life in purpose so that you can be the glorified body in the earth that God needs. Glory be to God. Now, my last question question to the saints out there is do you love God and are you in love with God do you love we, we're closing out this space of intimacy as we close out talking about do you love God or are you in love with God ask yourself this question do you love God or are you in love with God listen it's easy to love someone when they can do things for you right when they, but when, when, when you ain't getting what you want from God, do you still love him? Do you still care? Do you still pray? Do you still fast? Do you still seek his face when you're not necessarily getting what you want and what you ask for in building intimacy with God, you will begin to love God in a place that is unconditional, the agape love, the way that he loves us. And you'll find yourself loving God and not just loving God, but being 
in love with God. I can think about God, not from just what he's done, but just about, just because of who he is. And I, tears literally can fall from my face because I'm just love him. And I'm so grateful to him. And I'm so honored to be his. And the fact that I'm living and breathing means I'm special to God because he thought enough of me to create me and to place me in this earth. And I just say, God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I glorify you. God, I love you. God, I want to please you. God, I want to do your will. God, I want to do do your work in the earth. God, I want, listen, I from sun up to sundown, Sunday through Saturday. It has become my new <laughs> my new phrase here lately. From sun up to sundown, Sunday through Saturday. I live to seek your face, to see you. I live to please you. I live to serve you. I live to honor you and I love you. And I love you. And not because he loves me, but just because he's who he is. If you look, look, Jasmine said, I feel like running. Come on now, sis. Go on and get up and do a spin around the room if you need to, because I get it. I get it. I remember earlier in my walk, I, I liked God. I thought God was amazing. And I'm just being honest. Like, I thought he was cool. I was like, yeah, God. But it wasn't until I began to build an intimate relationship with him that I was like, okay, I can say that and this is not from a weird way or from from a you know like oh i you know i sleep with god like crazy foolish stuff you hear from people like i don't need nobody but god yeah we yeah we do and we don't but that's another day that's another day i am truly in love with god okay <clears throat> for who he is for what he does, for what he don't do, the stuff he did, the stuff he saved me from, just, just for who he is to others, not just to me, because he's not just my God, he's our God, he's our Abba, our Father, who are in heaven, he's ours, so I can't just take the personal credit for God, you know, he ain't just mine, I, you know, we share him, and he loves me, he loves the saints, he loved the ain'ts. He loved me when I was in my sin and he died for it. And he loves me now 12 hours in my prayer closet, right? He doesn't love me anymore. He doesn't love me any less. And he loves us all, right? So this is why we can't point fingers at people because they're in a different space spiritually, because maybe they're in their process of deliverance, or because maybe God, they haven't accepted Christ yet, or maybe they are just coming in as a new convert, getting to know who he is, and maybe you've had time to build with God. So we must as believers and followers of God love others as God loves us. We must continue to not only love God, but love his people. We must continue to love God, whether he show up or he don't show up. Whatever it is, we cannot continue to look at God as if he's just a gift giver. He's so much more. He is so much more and he's so many things. And I pray tonight 
as we have partnered tonight in our, this podcast tonight and this day or whenever you're listening or watching the replay or listening to the digital audio stream on Apple, that this encourages you, that it strengthens you, that it empowers you for what God has next for you, for whatever God is doing in your life or wherever, wherever you are on your journey and growing and maturing in him. Don't compare your journey to other people, right? Don't compare where someone is in comparison to where you are. Walk your walk and carry out your journey with him. God will hold your hand the whole way. And you don't have to worry about if it's pleasing in comparison to someone else. You can talk directly to God and God understands and sees you right where you are as he will help you go from your now to your next. I want you tonight, I want you tonight, those four questions that I asked you in this broadcast, I want you to journal on your journal time. I'm going to give you a little bit of homework. And I want you, if you haven't had time to sit tonight while I was while I was um, um, teaching tonight on the podcast, I want you to take those four questions and I'll repeat them for you and I'll put them in the episode description. But I want to take I want you to take those four questions to God. Take them to the Holy Spirit and journal with Jesus. Take a moment tonight and before you go to bed, pray and ask yourself as you talk to God these four questions. The first one, do you want the heart of God or the hand of God? The second question was, why did you choose him? The third question is, you know him, but does he know you? And the fourth question is, do you love God or are you in love with God? And so tonight, I want to give you a little homework and take some time as you journal with the Lord, as you journal with Jesus tonight and ask these questions of yourself and with the Holy Spirit and write out and pour out your heart to God and wherever God needs to meet you, even if it's a conviction or whatever it is, allow God to move, pray with him, talk to him and spend time with him, spend time with him. Glory be to God. So I thank you all for listening and coming on tonight and allowing us to be a part of your spiritual journey and growth in Christ. Listen to fresh new episodes weekly on Flawed and Free Podcast every Wednesday to be equipped with the tools, the knowledge, and take dominion and dispossess the enemy. Be delivered and see your next. Go from your now to your next. No more wilderness wanderings. I want to see warriors arise in your authority, walk in your purpose, and discover your identity where you are free to be me, flawed and free. Thank you so much if you were blessed by this podcast and you are empowered by today's message. Please, we would appreciate if you are so led to sow a seed of support through donations and charitable giving to this ministry. For we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And if you are led by God to 
contribute to support and place a seed in the soil here in this ministry. I appreciate in advance. I thank you for the seed that you place here and all gifts, all donations and all contributions are tax deductible. So till next time, love you later. You can go to theflawedandfree.com slash give if you would like to sow a seed in this ministry um, and you were blessed by today's word. Um, you can do that at theflawedandfree.com. That's T-H-E-F-L-A-W-E-D and free.com slash give. Or you can go to Cash App. If you like Cash App, you can go to dollar sign flawed free. That's dollar sign flawed free. To God be the glory. God bless you. Good night, everybody. Till next time. Good night. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.